Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to a late edition of the Power Hour Podcast, episode 212. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry, it's a little late. Uh, yeah, yeah, life. <laughs> life has a way of kicking you in the nuts between my kids being sick, me on medications, Jim moving. Eh, shit happens. Hey, life. <laughs> but yeah, uh, before we get into everything, big shout out and thank you to Kevin and Mark from Hard Drive, and also from Thought Cops and 50% Fresh. Check out this podcast too. Uh, for coming on last week, had a hell of a time with them talking about their N64 list. Make sure to check that episode out if you haven't yet, and that's where all the links to all their shit is. Yeah, no, guys, it was great having you on. It was a ton of fun. Uh, Jambers, now... You being the N64 nerd, after having that talk, talking about that list, going through it, did it make you want to play any N64 games? Um, no. <laughs> Shockingly, no. <laughs> None at all? Not really. I really had... I mean, actually, uh, I couldn't anyway, because everything's already packed up and in storage. So, That's a good point. I yeah. guess that helps. So, if everything was here, eh, maybe. But... Yeah, even I didn't even look really over at it. I, I'm just gonna say mentally that I knew it wasn't there, so there was no point. <laughs> <laughs> Jambers, it has been a little while since we talked. Um, first things first. Welcome to the week of updates, everybody. Whew, we are gonna have a ton of updates, but the first is we are recording this on June first. We usually record on Mondays, and no IPA May is done. Jambers, um, flew by. by next flew episode. By this year. By next episode, we will definitely have a winner selected. Some emails will go out. Um, as of today, we actually got some art for potential new merch that we're going to oh, yes, yes. be putting out. So, yeah, we have uh, a lot that the next episode will definitely cover, but things were literally coming into us as of today. I do want to say thank you so much to everyone who did participate in No IPMA once again. A ton of submissions. I have a ton of backlog. This week has just been ask for me so there still will be shit being posted like on on our instagram um but like i do every year on our main page i'll put a link in our website when we choose the winner i'll have all the photos that were submitted between twitter discord and instagram and there are a lot of them yes so, uh, drink a beer and play game.com there is an actual website we don't update it enough but yes there is a website Bookmark. But uh, it was it was a lot of fun this year. A lot of interesting submissions, and picking a lot of butts. Winner, of course, <laughs> damn it, a lot damn of butts. Damn you, Travis. Damn the best butt. God, Jim, you should have topped them with yours. <laughs> I, I don't have that kind of hair. I, I can't. It's already perfected. I've never seen a red hairy ass before. Jim, you gotta show off your sweet tart tartan ass. <laughs> <laughs> just do it if you like you some cavities cool do i have the ass for you <laughs> but chambers now that it is june 1st uh did you switch to ipas or are you still going strong without ipas no nah, i'm still checking this as the last uh of no ipa may last podcast and also because that's what i had cold so uh starting off tonight from the burial beer company out of uh asheville north carolina this is their Symptom of Progeny. Uh, this is a sour, 5.8% uh, alcohol by volume. Nothing really to say that much about it. Uh, Three-year blend of golden sour ale fermented with spontaneous culture. Mm. 
So all of you think from the, uh, I actually went to the burial tap room when I was in North Carolina visiting my buddies a couple months ago now. And, uh, yeah, everything, like, all their names are these, like, super long, like, they had, I actually asked the, uh, person, like, the, uh, bartender, I was like, what's, like, the inspiration for these names? Do they come from, like, books or, like, music and stuff like that? And she went, I don't know. I think they read a lot. So, okay. <laughs> About the average opinion of probably most bartenders at those type of places unless we get one that's actually interested in it like we'd had at a uh, uh crooked eye that one time where she like knew everything about the history of the place and all that yeah i was hoping for a little info like i was like okay this is from this like it all seemed because like artifact brewing by us they based all their beer names around like bands and songs from bands and stuff like that so i thought this was gonna be one of those and i literally just got ah so, did, would you say you It was like gyms? if I worked there. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, now you know it's like asking you anything. Oh, God, she made me. Is this what this always felt like? <laughs> exactly. <It's> terrible. <laughs> Jesus. Now you know why you got the ball taps, Jim. Nah, I still say it's on. <laughs> so, I, uh, I'm like you. I, I'm trying to celebrate this properly. And honestly, this coming Monday would be three weeks since I even drank. The last time I drank was two podcasts ago because as i mentioned last podcast i was on some muscle relaxers then i went on a dose of steroids trying to figure out the fucks up with my neck so i haven't been drinking for shit uh so first beer is gonna hit me like a ton of dicks and right speaking of that's probably what hurt your neck damn it so i am going with the free will brewings happy pride month everybody (laughs) Damn it, Jim. <laughs> um, their special cookie. It's an imperial spice brown ale with vanilla, cinnamon, brown sugar, cardamom, and ginger. Um, nothing written on it. I know this was a winter beer. I know this was from this past winter. Um, they have a few different co- I think there's a few different, like, this one's called special, whatever. Um, super flavorful from what I remember. I hope it's still good. It's dark, but it's actually crystal clear. It won't show up very good, probably, for the camera. Uh, whew, tons and tons of spice. Let's see. Oh, yeah. That's a uh, spicy boy. And it's 10.8%. So what a beer to come back to. Oh, boy. Yeah. So, uh, so Chambers. Right. You went, from, like, you went from, like, sitting on like a play mat to a motorcycle that's basically what you just did i mean jim you know me i just kind of jump into things that's what yeah, i you do. sure do I, i'm not i'm not pussyfoot jim over here <laughs> pussyfoot <laughs> mr keystone start my night don't call me pussy mr i don't want to mix beer with muscle relaxers that's the best time to drink brian damn it jim trying to be responsible <laughs> Um, but I know you've been with the moving and everything else going on. <sighs> Your fucking Snoopy games are you bullshit. What? Snoopy's gonna, magic I'm, show. You know, Surprisingly real, delightful little listen, puzzle game. When, when we had 50 games, I gave you a lot of leeway with these bullshit Game Boy games. I'm, I'm, I'm going to really start considering your quality of your list for 23 and 23. 120 levels, Brian. 120 levels. What do you want? What do you want? It still probably took you like an hour and a half to beat. No, no, no. It took longer than that. Fucking Snoopy. So what else have you played except for that stupid ass game? 
delightful. You should check it out. Um, so over Memorial Day, I took my daughter and finally saw the Super Mario Brothers movie. And it got me wanting to play Mario again. So I went, hey, you know what? I never beat Mario Odyssey. So I went back and started playing that again. So picked up where I left off. And one thing I got to love about that fucking game is like within like five minutes, I like fell in love with it again. And it's also just like, it just feels so goddamn familiar. Like, the only real change to the control scheme that they made from since the N64, basically, was Cappy and throwing the cap into a nose mechanics and taking over creatures. But, like, God, it just feels like home when you're there. It's just like, it, it, it's a great game. Uh, so, I definitely plan on going through and beating that. And, of course, Tetris. <laughs> Still trying with Tetris. I actually put way more time into Tetris this past week than I have in a long time. Like, I you've think been, Saturday, you've I put, been like, training four hours in. <laughs> I saw, was it today you got second place or yesterday? Yesterday, Brian. Yesterday. Second place. <laughs> second. Uh, so since I started coming back, like, when I first, like, was really into it, I had, like, second twice. Like, that was the best I did. And then, like, since coming back, I've been third three times, and this was my first second. I was like, why can't I get past this third? Why can't I do it? I was like, ah, oh, if when I finally get past third, that's what I'm going to win. Fucking no. Um, how long were you at second? Was it a long battle, or did you almost instantly get out? I th I got smoked really quick. I think it's a guy who plays a lot. What what I've been like actually reading up like tricks to win, and everyone's just like, yeah, just be good. I'm desperate, Brian. I'm a desperate, Jim, sad man. Jim, listen, I'm not one to to deny that if I'm having issues with a game, I'll look it up. I thought there was but some strategy. I don't know. Like, it's just like, do I have to do T-spins? Does it all come down to T-spins? They're like, eh, they're nice, but you don't need them to win. You just, you just gotta be fast. It's like, the fuck? fuck is a T-spin? Apparently when you have the T-pieces, if you, like, spin them around a lot and, like, fit them into, like, a really odd spacing at the last minute, like, that, like, stacks up all the garbage you can throw to another person. It's like a skill move kind of thing. Jim? The fact that I didn't even know what that is and I've won 12 times now should tell you. Brian, you fucking win casually on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, I'm just saying. You don't need that. I, it doesn't matter. I, what I'm just I'm just I trying know. to explain something to you. It doesn't matter time of day. It does and I'm not even trying to say get good. I don't know what you do. I I I mean listen, my strategy is simple. I don't try to get fancy, I don't try and build up a million blocks. If I can get a five, awesome. But I want to keep that shit as low as possible. That, that's all I try to do. It's not even a five, it's a four. You don't even know the fucking max number you <laughs> can <don't>. do. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Fuck. Whatever. I'm, my, my point is, I see, I feel like fucking you Fucking idiot are, savant over here. It's not fucking right. <laughs> I feel like you are overcomplicating it. The fact that you're looking up strats, trying t this t spin bullshit. I don't even try the t spins. I'm not yeah. going for that. I'm not. I don't. I'm not at the time to waste to try and fucking learn a fucking it, fancy move. To me, t spin sounds like no scoping. It's like some fancy shit you don't need to win. Kind of. Just like with COD, you just you just play it. You just you know, come on, Zenkov. Just just life is hell. That's all. <laughs> I. You know what? I guarantee you, it's because you care too much. That's you're in your head about because you care. If you just literally, it's going to be one of these days you pick it up and just aren't even like be watching something, be paying attention to something else. Turn off the sound too. I don't play with sound. Um, I I'm was usually, actually doing a little better when I got the second one. I was playing without sound. So I'm going to start playing without sound. Yeah. I, I don't know if I really ever like maybe once in a while, but for the most part, 
I usually have a podcast or music on while I'm playing that. So yeah, so. that's been my gaming. What about you, Brian? Let's move. <laughs> uh, I've been shit. I did put some more time into uh, Body Harvest. Um, I'll save my opinions for the, the review, but yeah, I put, <laughs> I put more time into that. Um, I honestly, I really, truly have not played much. The only thing I did manage to squeak in there was I got invited to do the uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, test play they had over the weekend. No, nice. Um, I got it on like Saturday, and I guess it was my lucky day. They were going to close by Sunday, and they extended it to Tuesday, so I got an extra day or two to play out of it. Uh, really, really fun. Um, same people who made Friday the Thirteenth, so it's that same idea except now it's three killers versus four survivors. Huh. Um, and it's like so. Did, did, they, did they at least like fucking make sure that they had the goddamn IP secured this time? Have they learned their lesson? I well, here's the deal. That's they were no. bought. They were no, no. They'd have uh, Texas Chainsaw. They give their shit out to every like they're in DVD. They're they've been in Mortal Kombat. Like they're willing to give their IP out. Friday the Thirteenth because it has so many different like it's Sony, it's this, it's Paramount. Like it, there's so many different things. That's where the IP issues actually come into play. Whereas Leather, uh, I forget, I don't even know the parent company, but um, it's really cool. Like you know, you remember Friday the Thirteenth? That yeah. game when you were playing it was a lot of fun. And what's nice is. Whether you're a killer or a survivor, it uh, there is no like relax mode. You do have to strategize. You can't just be the killer and think like I'm gonna mow people down. And every single killer, they only had the three now. I think there's gonna be five at launch. But like it was like Bubba or Leatherface, um, the cook, which is like the old man from the original, and the crazy hitchhiker who mm. like cut the dude when he's in there. Um, they they serve completely different roles and. I found it ironic. Like the cook is interesting because he's a character. It's like he's there for support. He's what I would call the you character. Like he's there to check windows and collect blood. He's not going to be the one that gets a lot of kills. Not saying he can't get kills, but that's not his role. I still managed like three times in a row to get like two of the four kills. I was like, how is this possible? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I hate him. I hate him with every fiber of my being. Jim. I was like, how am I still getting the most kills out? This is ridiculous. How? Yes. <laughs> but it's super fun game, Jim. This is one just like Friday 13. I hope you get. It'll be fun. I, we know some other people that are very interested in playing this. So it would it's it's gonna be such a fun party game. And uh yeah, like it, it's something I just I, I'm looking forward to. Because outside of that, I haven't, like I said, played shit. Like at all, so that's really the extent of my playing right now. But but I am planning on um, hoping this weekend, uh, finally diving into this Baddie Zabilla. Um, I did reach out to our buddy Rue. I did get a, um, a ROM of it so I can actually record the footage and stream it and make a video for it. So I my ideally I would love to stream it and beat it. I don't know how long it is. I don't you know. We'll see. But that that's the next one I do want to jump into. He's a boy, good boy. <laughs> yes, he is. But, uh, yeah, Jambers. I mean, like I said, we, we got a lot of catching up to do. But over the past, man, how many weeks has it been now since Bud Light is? 
had a, had a little issue with their beers. April, well, I guess you're skipping to paying customers, Brian? Is that what we do now? Do we you shit on our customers you, like Bud Light you, does to their you, fan you base? See, you, you see how out of sync I am, Jim? <laughs> just a few days off. I'm just, I'm all over the place. We'll <laughs> jump into that in a second while we're on the Bud Light topic. It was actually April 1st, which is actually funny because it's like, April Fool's, was it meant to be a joke at first, even though they never acknowledged it? They sure have backpedaled, that's for goddamn sure. And yeah, since, I mean... And since day one, I've been saying there's no such press as bad press, but... Oh boy, huh. they have taken a beating they're down 24% over a six-week period. They are about to lose to Modelo, a special, as far as uh, best-selling beer in the U.S. Which, that shocked me. I was like, Modelo for number two. Which, I I still couldn't quite tell if that was just U.S. numbers or they meant globally. Um, it's U.S. It is just U.S.? Yeah. I guess it is. I do know a lot of people who like it, but yeah, I was shocked for number two. That's a high-ass number. Um, and now, it's funny now, because internationally, both are owned by AB InBev, but Modelo is owned by a different group in the United States because of antitrust laws and shit like that. Exactly. And and here's the deal. You and I both agree. We, we may disagree on a lot of things, but we both agree um, kind of the simping or defending of these large companies for any reason is always very silly. And the amount of people that are like, oh, you guys are so corny if you think this Bud Light stuff is actually going to affect them because they own all this other stuff. It's like nobody thinks that AD InBev is going down. Everyone's just saying the brand Bud Light is tanking, and it is. Um, actually, I was, at the, I was at the beer store today, and I was like, oh, please tell me I'm in an area where I can get some super cheap cases. Nope. Normal priced. Well, yeah, I got I got to go to the sticks. If I apparently some places are selling the cases for like four bucks just to try and liquidate yeah. them, like I didn't realize like how ingrained I would assume Middle America is with their fucking identity with goddamn Budweiser. Jesus, you know, uh, we said every major beer company has done these little tricks. We're in a month right now where I would highly, I'm sure we're gonna see a lot of commercials or a lot of banners or whatever like everyone's twitch thing has already changed for a lot of people but oh you're yeah gonna see a lot of that oh yeah it's gonna be nothing but rainbows except for the you know uh what do you, middle eastern versions of these companies but besides that yeah which that i do want to come back to that because i have a tangent about that okay. but but um no this bud light thing it backfired and my argument wasn't even so much it was like they chose a particular personality that's just an asshole like yeah i don't think it's anyone, not, i don't i haven't seen a single person who actually really likes dylan mulvaney that's my point that's my problem it'd be like if they it'd be the equivalent of doing like a logan paul where he's very divisive and a lot of people hate him like you chose an internet personality that people just don't like like that's the problem if you gave it a nameless person who just whatever like it probably wouldn't have even been a problem but they went the way they went, and they're, you know, I don't know, will they ever recover? I just don't think they'll ever be as dominant as they always were. I think you have this Modelo rise, you're going to have these other brands rise, and what I love more than anything we talked about, our boys at Yingling have had a meteoric rise, because what was their numbers? How high did they go? Oh, shit. It, it was, uh, it's the greatest um, increase to their sales it was something 47.6%. 
And it was a spike over like a four-week period. 47%. That is insane. That's insane. Considering that the article says they only have three breweries. Yeah. And they don't even sell, like, you know, across the entire United States. So, Yingling, let it become the new America's beer. I'm all for it. It's the oldest brewery already. Um, I'm curious, though when or if we're going to see the same kind of backlash for uh, Miller. I, I think that commercial went way more under the radar because it was just another corny commercial. And yeah, that was I just feel like, like that was just more annoying, I guess. And I, I guess people just, I, I, I don't know. Maybe people are just burnt out on caring about beer after. Yeah, maybe the, they've been so inundated with Bud Light stuff that like they saw Miller's and they're just like, "Fuck off, go away." Yeah, now they're kind of like, "Okay, like let's not flip out about everything." So maybe maybe Miller managed to go kind of unscathed because I also haven't seen that ad at all since no. we talked about it. Like, whereas when we before we talked about, it, I saw it at least two or three times a day on Twitter. I haven't seen it for shit, so I feel like they definitely pulled back real quick. I don't. <laughs> so yeah um what do you think do you think there's gonna continue to be a decline like you said some places you're gonna get 24 pack or 32 pack for four bucks i think it'll eventually be fine and i don't know it seems like their core audience is easily manipulated anyway so i'm sure with this hundred million they're spending in advertising they'll win them back eventually maybe or maybe uh like i said is it is it too much to ask for? Or, me? or maybe not. Maybe they'll be like, well, that's that queer brand. What the knob? I don't drink no queers. <laughs> Is it too much to ask a beer company just to serve beer and make funny commercials? Bring us, bring back the, uh, it's the, the fucking, frogs. It was the was up and the frogs and yeah. Spuds McKenzie. And even the night. The night was fine. Yeah. We're just, you know, Philly Philly. Bring that back. Dilly Dilly. Yeah. Just, just saying. But yeah, now we'll, or, we'll or, keep... or pick a trans person who's not annoying. Well, that could help too. You know, <laughs> fucking, you... fucking, even trans people are like, oh god, that fucking annoying theater kid. Like, no one likes Tolkien. I just that uh, you know, do a little research. Do a little research. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Be smart. <laughs> right, finish the series. <laughs> finish the line right? what are you talking about just just be smart <laughs> but jamers what about question speaking of people who actually are smart what about our patrons this week oh god damn that transition all right, you, you pulled that out of your ass so i'll give you that <laughs> patreon.com slash drink beer and play game where for as little as two dollars a month you can ask a question that will be answered on each and every one of these power hour podcasts First up is, well, speaking of ketchup, uh, he got it in right as we finished recording last time. So, from Kev called, do you prefer hot or cold sandwiches? Ooh. Right, how you like uh, the sammies? Well, here's a question. Maybe it's controversial, maybe it's not. Do we throw hoagies and cheesesteaks as sandwiches? Yeah. I would say so. There are sandwiches at heart. I mean, is a hot dog a sandwich? I, I, no, would no, say no, yes. I, I would say yes. I would say yes. I'm not even making an argument. I don't know what the fucking call. I just always call it a hot dog. I never even considered it a sandwich. A hot dog I'm is like, a hot I dog, guess... but it's thing between bread. That's a sandwich. I mean, at that point, could you say a taco is a sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> then everything's a sandwich. <laughs> Life is a sandwich, Brian. <laughs> um, no, if I, if I'm doing more traditional hoagies, cheesesteaks, regular, 
All right, let's put it this way. If it's a deli meat thing, like something I want in between white bread, rye bread, whatever, I want I want it cold. But hot, oh, man, it's going to be tough to not go with a, a good meatball sub or cheesesteak or ooh, a ch even a chicken cutlet, like a good chicken parm sandwich. Ooh. Oh, fuck. Do you have your answer? Because this is, this is tough for me. Both are good. Both are very good. I think just for utility and my general laziness, I go, I'll go cold. Just because you can slap a cold sandwich together anytime, any situation. It's always there for you. It's old reliable. And for the most part, it'll always be good. And at the very worst, a fucking cold sandwich, you can slap any shit together with that. You can get take all the goddamn leftovers you have in your fridge and slap it between some bread. Boom. Cold sandwich. You're good to go. You have a meal. That, I mean, that's like you with the switch. The only reason you like it is the convenience. You're it a helps. convenience guy. It helps. Um, just to be contrarian, I'll go hot. And my reasoning is simple. Like they said, you get a good cheesesteak, chicken parm, whatever. But also, I am a goddamn sucker for a good grilled cheese and tomato mm. soup. I love me some grilled cheese. To me, that is like people talk about comfort food. That is probably my biggest comfort food. Like when I really want something, you make a really like three or four piece cheese, grilled cheese, that motherfucker's melty. Oh, and you get the butter just right. Mm -hmm. You're that not going to beat that. It's, it's a strong contender. And you know what? An egg and pork roll sandwich. That's hot too. So for breakfast, a bagel sandwich, any of that, you're not getting it cold. You're always getting those hot. I fucking love me. Breakfast sandwiches may even be my tops when it comes to sandwiches. Oh wow! Okay, yeah. <laughs> Jim's like, uh oh. <laughs> I do, I do like me, I do like me some breakfast sammies. I enjoy breakfast sammy. Stop saying sammy. You're not from the UK, you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh god, no! No, That's a great question, though. I mean, um, ironically, I got some primos today, and I got an Italian. At first, I, I thought you said erotically. I was like, damn, he really loves his hot sammies. Damn it! Um, I decided, let me get a. Let me try one of their meatballs subs. And I was like, dude, they're they're not bad. I've never had it from Primo's. Um, I usually go with like the old Italian, but yeah, no, it was it was, it was pretty good too. So yeah, I'll go hot. Cause also uh, my last thing of a, a sandwich that's a little more unique, takes a little bit more time, but a good Cuban is really, really good. Yeah, Cubans are a top tier sandwich. Yeah, so suck on that jim okay <laughs> damn it <laughs> next Great up question next up from michael soto do you think games get a bad rep too easily nowadays i've been playing the new saints row which was a shit on terribly yet i think it's the closest to the original two games definitely better than three four or a gat out of hell that's interesting an interesting take because most people never talk about the first two saints rows and love three and four more than any of the others yeah, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think about that. Like, because I feel like the natural thing for people to do, because as we've established, is negativity gets the most eyeballs. So, like, just like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that game, anyone who's played it has said it's a ton of fun, but it's not like everyone that's 
knows about asymmetrical horror games is trying to be like, oh, is it going to be the next DVD killer? It's like, no, it's not even trying to be that. It's not a game like that. So people are trying to pick it apart and shit on it for that reason. But I think they're really doing it for the views, like just to say something controversial, like, oh, I hate this game. Um, I would almost argue people go out of their way to like try to find the good in certain things and call it almost underrated to have that unique take. You know, like, they want to be the ones to be like, yeah, I know everyone's shitting on it, but blah. Like, the nerds that complain about games anymore, it almost always comes down to, like, technical shit. They're like, it's running at 40 frames per second, or it's yeah, it's got this bug, or this or that. But, like, when it comes to actual gameplay, um, I don't think people shit on games right away. I think they really do go out of their way to find the good in them, um, at least initially. Uh, unless you're just always following people who shit on everything. Yeah, maybe because, like, to your point, it seems like, it almost seems like people make up their mind, like, right away. It's just, like, yeah. it's either comes down to, it's the two Ps. The two Ps of how a game is viewed anymore. Performance and politics. That's all the fuck it is. So, it's either going to be, oh, you know, people, it's going to come out and, like, for spoken, it's got a, you know, a black girl in it. And then it's like, oh, fucking blah, 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 blah. And then the other side's like, no, it's good because it's really blah, 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 blah. And then just because these people are assholes. Even though you play the game and you go, eh. Or I think so many of these games are just down the middle. Like, I couldn't even tell you if that new Lord of the Rings Gollum game is actually that bad. I mean, I know performance-wise it's getting shit on like crazy and it's ugly as sin. But mm -hmm. I don't know. There could be something interesting there. I haven't heard a single person talk about the actual game, like, at all. Outside of, like, oh, a pure stealth Lord of the Rings game, who wants that? But outside of that, like, I don't know if it's a good stealth game. I just hear it runs like shit. It looks terrible. That's all I've heard. And then no one talked about it after three days. And, yeah. like, Saints Row, same thing. It was either, like, I think there's some kind of politics, and I think with that one, everyone was just like, yeah, this is just, like, kind of bad. And they didn't go into any more detail. Like, I, I, you don't even get, like, a real story of anything anymore out of anybody. <laughs> Well, ironically, you could say the same for the Zelda game. All I know about it is people are making the most awesome walking mechs with lasers or flying things. I haven't actually seen people talk about the story, the game, other than the crazy build mechanics. Like, that's literally all I know of that game. That's what's taken off. Like, I'm honestly, yeah, like for stuff, you know, because of groups I'm in for what people like about it when they talk about it or what they dislike. Like, our buddy Crooked, like, he absolutely hates the, like, the power scaling in the game with enemies. Like, you can always be one or two shot by, like, at any point in the game. I think Kevin talked about it last week, too. Yeah, he did. Where it's yeah. like, yeah, like, you never feel like you're getting more powerful than anything in the game. You just get, like, a bunch of different abilities to, like, you know, circumvent it. But, you know, so whether, if you don't like, you know, if you don't like a progressive, I guess, difficulty curve, you might wind up hating it or being really frustrated with it. But yeah, like yeah. you said, all you talk see is people baking giant robot dick monsters. I mean, it, it does beg the question. I mean, I know you don't buy a lot of new games, but when you do decide, do you have kind of a definitive couple sources you go to for like opinions anymore? Or do you really like, are you really just like, oh, it's a beat em up. That looks cool. And that's enough. Uh, I mean, yeah, beat-em-ups for the most part, I'll I'll give any beat-em-up a shot. Uh, but for, like, the real AAA titles, I kind of just, like, I don't buy them new, like you said. So by the time I get around them, they're, like, maybe 20 bucks. 
And at that point, I basically, enough time has passed where I actually will hear something about the actual game itself and not just like the initial controversy and shit. So I can have kind of an idea by then about what it's going to be like and whether or not I'll have any interest in it. So yeah, like you almost have to get, like you can't trust video game reviews from websites. Uh, You can't trust initial reactions from people on Twitter or the internet. You, You just can't, you have to wait like six months and then like you have the full story and then you can decide. Yeah, I feel like we are in this current market of uh, before we had the dark ages of like you had to rely on actual gaming magazines to give you some kind of info. Then we had the internet with some reliable gaming review sites. Now you're too inundated and you can't step through all the bullshit to actually figure out what's good or what's bad. Because you can find... Right now, you could type in Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, terrible game, and you will find a ton of shit to support that. Same as if you type great game. Like, so there's so much out there that whatever you want to find, it's just going to give you whatever exactly you're looking for. So it is a tough time. I, I Like I said, for me personally, I feel like more people are trying to find the good in their game because they want that, that clip to be able to pull the post about, this is awesome, you can do this in this game. Um... So, yeah, I would say find some folks that seem to be like-minded like you. Like me personally, I have a few YouTubers. I'm like, okay, maybe they're they're a little more like me. They're not trying to be gimmicky or whatever. Um, they're not overhyping a game. But try to find ones that tend to think like you. So that way, if they are reviewers that you respect and you want to know their opinion, follow them. That, that would be my suggestion. Yeah. Okay, next up from Todd Howard Sucks. The latest Hollywood blockbuster is a biopic about your life who stars as you. Also, it's grill season. Burger or sausage? Burger, easy. Burger. Yeah. So I do. Sausage is such a weird, like, they're good. I do like making them, but uh, yeah, burgers. Come on. You can't I, fuck with the burger. I got to be in the mood for a sausage. I'm particular with my sausage. Your sausage. My sausage. Yeah, and if I'm making like if if I'm making them hot and we're not talking about for breakfast or pasta, if we're making like sausage and peppers, like I'm making so many that like I don't feel really feel like growing that much. So yeah, burger without doubt. Yeah, but to your point, who would star in a biopic? Ugh. <laughs> I guess like Jack Black for me. Yeah, that would be I good think, casting. I think I think you'd have to go with the person who played Donkey Kong. <laughs> I want to be a bad choice. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no. once again, life is hell. All right, Jim. Who would you, if you could choose? It's completely biased. The gym write up, and you want to make yourself look as good as possible. Mm-hmm. Don't go with the obvious. Who's someone you would want to play you? So, don't even worry so much about the looks. Like, like. Like, who's someone you really like that you want to play you? And, okay, it has to be somewhere in the realm of possible, but, like, it doesn't have to be perfect. I don't know. <laughs> and I that's the furthest thing from anything I've ever thought about before. Uh, I mean, here's the deal. Like, like I, okay, I look at an example. I know you hate him, but that, that movie, uh, the, the Burt Kreischer movie came out, and he has a dude playing his younger self. Which is way better looking dude than he was ever going to be. Oh, yeah. I don't know who that guy is, but I'm like, okay. So you just, you pick someone, you're like, oh, okay. Someone that 
is obviously way better looking. So I can't believe they like made the a full best fucking looking... movie out of that one goddamn bit. Jesus Christ! But what's the best looking version of you that you would want someone to play you as? Mm. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I gotta think about this. You go. <sighs> I mean, good version. It would. I'll go with easy ones. I'll go uh, Chris Evans or, uh, yeah, Chris Evans. Someone like that. Yeah. Yeah, that would probably work for you. Maybe like maybe like a Paul Rudd. I like me a Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd could work, yeah. Or I could see a Mark Ruffalo for you. I could see a Ruffalo, yeah. Chip, where are the Avengers? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm also always angry. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. Too bad he got killed in collateral. Oh, yeah, he did. I forgot about that. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a good question, though. It's a noodle scratcher. It's a good one. Yeah. Next up from Burn Retinas. During the arcade days, which company do you think gave you more quarters? Sega, Konami, SNK, or Capcom? Right. Gave us more quarters or took more You gave more quarters. quarters, too. Okay. I didn't words write that thing there. <sighs> Sega, Capcom, Konami, or SNK? Ooh, this is a great question. I think, you know, right off the bat, I'm probably going to say Capcom just because there was a, uh, one of the, call it a bodega, whatever, fuck, corner store, um, had Street Fighter 2, and, like, it was a couple walk, like block walk for me. So just for ease of access, I would go there and always spend my money there. And usually older kids were way better and whoop my ass. So I would just keep trying and trying. And you know my stubbornness, Jim. So I would spend everything I had to just, just try and beat them. So just for that alone. And plus there's a million other great Capcom games. But I can think of that time as like something I did over and over again. Yeah, uh, I think for me, it's probably Sega. And it's because of, like, I didn't get to the arcades a lot as a kid. I didn't get anywhere a lot as a kid. Uh, but, you know, whenever I got to an arcade, for the most part, it always be like the arcade subs at like a movie theater. So whenever I'd be there, I'd always either go to House of the Dead or Time Crisis. And those are both Sega properties. So Ooh. that's what got my money. Fuck, that's a great call. Because, yeah, going to any Franklin Mills and Shammy, any of those... Yeah, hit, you had to hit up those time crises. I mean, how else could you impress the girls than by than by uh, aiming and, and using two guns at the same time? Right. Right, Jim? Obviously. Worked all the time. <laughs> Ruffalo got the girls, right? <laughs> I got too confused and then pooped my pants. Damn it. Ooh, Sega would be, it might be up there, though, because now that I think about it, yeah, once I started going to the malls as a teenager, gun games, and I feel like Sega did, they, with House of the Dead and Gun, or uh, Time Crisis, hmm, good call. Yeah. Did they also have the that machine gun game? Wasn't that a Time Crisis too? Was that Time Crisis 3, maybe? Oh, Was I know what you're time? talking about. I think it's yeah. one of the time. It might be. It's like the I machine forget. gun? Yeah. Did they have the sniper game, too? Oh, what, Sniper Elite? No. Who the fuck was that? I can't... That might have been Konami, I want to say. Mm. Yeah. Probably wrong about that. 
Yeah, that's a, I, I like that question a lot. Good one. That's a good one. Funny enough, I never, like, not that I ever got to a lot of legitimate arcades anyway, uh, but I, I didn't, I never saw an SNK machine until I was an adult. Yeah, until SNK, Barcade. I only think fighting games for SNK. I couldn't, off the top of my head, tell you a non-fighting, and I know there's plenty, I just can't think of one off the top of my head. Actually, shit, even more to Sega, like, fucking for whatever reason, like, whenever I'd be in an arcade, I'd always, for some reason, want to play Virtua Fighter. I don't even like Virtual Fighter that much, and I'm not good at it at all, but I would always, like, throw a couple quarters at that, too. It would just be something. Yeah. 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 No, I, I like that. Now it's going to make me think back and want to look when I go to arcades, because, to be honest, I never even, I never recognized who the company was. Yep, I'll do it. And last up from JD Mains. Is it socially acceptable to refuse to fly to a brother-in-law's wedding shower party because showers usually suck anyway? On the going side, my brother-in-law's wedding shower is at his fiance's, and they like to drink, unlike my conservative in-laws. So, so it's not a bachelor party, it's a wedding shower. And for your brother, so really, are you? It's you're doing it for your sister, or is it your wife's brother? If it's your wife's brother, you definitely don't need to do it. If it's your sister, I mean, his wife will probably drag him to husband. it anyway. So he probably doesn't no, have a choice. But like, that's a thing. Could you? Couldn't you just send your wife? You could just send her by herself to to go to a wedding. Come on, wedding showers are notoriously. It's not a guy thing it's to awful. go to. Yeah, you don't go to wedding showers as a guy. Like, uh, unless you really like, it's one of your best friends, and like in a case like me and Jim, where the wives know each other, like that would be the only excuse. I would not go to just like. A buddy's wedding shower unless you're in the party or yeah if you're a groomsman you'd, you'd you might have to go uh well yeah if you're, if you're not, a groomsman you're kind of fucked yeah but if you're not a groomsman eh, i think you might be okay you know that's a big ask to just come out to especially to fly out to something like that to fly out to watch people opening open up gifts and how close is this to like the actual wedding too because it like are we talking a couple days? Are we talking like, you know, weeks before the actual wedding? You got to fly out again? Because that would be some bullshit. That would be a hard no. Yeah. And, and let's be honest. Once again, if it's a wife's, if it's your wife's brother, um, do you, how close are you is really my question. Yeah. You know, like a lot of us have wives who have siblings who like, I can think of, you know, my wife's. One of her brothers had it. I wouldn't be going out to it. I wouldn't need to. Like, you know, but I'm just saying, like, you, how close are they? That, that's the other part of it. Yeah. So, and if your wife gives you any shit, just say you're gay. <laughs> it is the month for it, right? Yeah. I mean, she can't <laughs> say anything. It's a perfect out. <laughs> Jim, why aren't you supporting this month with your apparel? Duh. It's all packed up. Damn it, Jim. <laughs> shit, I should be wearing my... Uh, you know what? One of the I got to break out this wig shirt uh, one of these times <coughs> for a good buddy's wig. Son of a bitch. Be an ally. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, but that, that is a great question. I think you're off the hook. Unless you, you're really close with them for some reason or you're in the wedding. If you're in the wedding, then yeah, you got to go. Yeah. 
But uh, yeah, but good luck with that. And that wraps up the Patreon questions for this week. So once again, thank you to everyone out there for your support and for getting those questions in. If you're new to the show, head on over to Patreon. Check out all the tiers for video game review requests, bonus episodes, bonus podcasts, movie review requests, and all the other bonus content we throw up there. And if you're also checking us out on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, hit up the other platforms. Give us some subs and reviews there. Helps us out. Yeah, truly, truly appreciate it, guys. All the support is greatly appreciated. All right, Chambers. So, uh, whew, talk about a Brendan Fraser blast from the past. The Amico has some new news. And uh, there's a lot of fucking text, so we're not even going to pretend like we're going to read all of it. But uh, it actually came from a, um, a Twitter post from Video Game Obsession a.k.a. Matthew Wenzel. Yeah, I mean, it's been shared all over the place for, like, anyone who's on, like, the mailing list for the Amico. Uh, It basically went out from CEO Phil Adam, who's probably the only employee left. Brian, the long and short of it is, the Amico will be coming. They do plan on bringing a console to the backers. But in the meantime, it's not the games aren't just going there. Brian, they're going to get their games on other services. Brian, we can play Astro Smash somewhere else. Um... I, I genuinely think this is good for the backers. I said I was not... None of us were shocked with the Amico failing. Uh, but I feel bad for any people that sunk money into it, who actually believed in it, wanted it. It's not... You're not getting what you actually wanted, but at least you're getting something versus, uh, eh, we tried. If if it comes to light. Now, I know that's a, still a big if. I'm, obviously, there's a... Very big, this is going to shift to a third party. Are they actually going to deliver? Like, there's going to be so many, like, caveats. Um, but if they can still deliver on some kind of hardware, uh, cool. I don't think, I could be wrong, the exclusivity of the terrible games they were presenting, I don't think was a major concern. Terrible? Folks. Finnegan Fox, terrible? How dare you? <laughs> I mean, couldn't they could all be just in a collector's pack on your iPhone, honestly. I mean, it basically is because it's on 2016 cell phone technology. So yeah, it definitely could. So, um, I, yeah, here's, so, here's what I think will be fair to the backers. Give them, like, vouchers to download these games on, like, any platform or all the platforms. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, give them, like, like, carte blanche free access. Like, some kind of weird way to do it. So, yeah, however... I guess whatever platforms they so Steam will be an obvious one they can come out on. Switch I think would probably be, it probably won't, but if it's like Xbox or PlayStation, be like, yeah, send us whatever console you have, we'll send you the code. That that's a good idea. Like just and and, and I can't imagine they they try to release those games one by one, right? Like they got to be like the Amico Collection, right, 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 right. <laughs> They have, Do you think they, they're really they, going to try to make any money off this? Right, they have debts to pay off, my friend. I mean, you how many games without, and I know I know neither of us did the research for this, but, like, what do you think there are, 30 Amico games? Well, I think of, like, that pre-order of all the games and, like, the, like the set of games that they sent out to people. It was, like, what, 10? So maybe there's, okay. like, 20 tops, maybe. So that's what I'm saying. Like, let's let's say the Amico collection is 15 bucks. What, what? I don't know a good price point, but like, just put all those into one thing, like the the Atari collections, the Konami, the Capcom, which have quality games, 
and sometimes they have upwards of like a dozen or so games just put all these amicos sell it at a price where people are like whatever because you know it's gonna if they do release it youtubers will not be able to help themselves from being like i reviewed the miko games and it's like you know that'll at least be a thing so yeah just 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 do it there's already one of them like the dolphin game or something people have already like gotten copies of it and made videos on it so whatever yeah it listen we can't help but uh it's like flies to shit jim you just you can't help yourself sometimes. So release it as a package. Give vouchers, like Jim said. That's a really good point. And whatever happens with the console, you know, just cover your backers at a minimum. Just do just, right by them. Yeah, that's the ones I worry about. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't know how many people actually back that shit, but come on. Try to <laughs> But come on, come on, buddy. Now, do you think there's any point where Tommy Talrico tries to come back from under his rock and, like, save face with this whole move? I think he'll come out again if something magical happens and Amigo gets some kind of win. I think if that happens, then you'll see him crawl out again. But like, point- see, it was my vision. Like some bullshit. Yeah, or he'll do what he always does and takes credit for, you know, the guy who made it work doing their all that shit. So, yeah, I mean, he's just going to take credit if any credit is ever due. Now, there's been a lot of uh, YouTuber beef, I'll call it, because of the Nico, both defenders and people who hated on it. Do you think any of those defenders, like, I feel like a lot, even the defenders at this point have been like, yeah, kind of fuck that whole setup. Do you think any of them reemerge as defenders again, or have they learned their lesson to just be like, let's just leave it as is? I think there still is a very small sect of Amico defenders. I think it's a lot less now than it was before. But I mean, there were like dedicated Amico podcasts and shit like that going for a while. Why? I don't know, but I guess there's a podcast for everything. So I think there's still some poor souls out there like clinging on to hope, but very, very small, very small group of people. Hmm. Well, I I hope right, there is a stand for everything out there. You know what? And that's a beautiful thing, Jim, because you know what? If you enjoy your shit, you should be able to find others who like the same shit as you. So within I'm reason. all for it. Within reason. I mean, yes. Within, within reason, Brian. Careful. But, but careful. I don't any video game. <laughs> any video game related stuff. I don't go on that crazy dark web you go to, Jim. I, I don't. I don't know that world. <laughs> In your Russian basement there. <laughs> In my compound, I got going here. My own, yeah, my own exactly. personal Waco behind me. <laughs> so yeah, I, 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 I hope for the backers, you guys get something. This will obviously be something. As I said, it was a, it was a return from a thing I thought was long dead. Um, That's, but hey, we'll follow it. It's still. That's still dead. Ain't nothing coming but, out. That shit is dead. You might see the listen, games on other platforms. They, there ain't never going to be no fit. The only you're going to see maybe a bare bones physical thing to the backers just so they get sued less. That'll be the only Jim, way you see something. This is a this is like a kick out of like uh what's his fate a Barry Horowitz kick out in a match where you know he's going to lose against Bob Backlund. Like you know he's still going to lose, but he kicked out and he there's a tiny resurgence here. Ah, uh, he slipped out of the chicken wing. Yeah, exactly. 
He just did. He just did like, you know, a body slam. He's like patting himself on the back. He's like, yeah, I could actually do this. And we know what's going to happen. But Brian's doing that now fucked. in Impact Wrestling. <laughs> what more could you need? It's so sad, Jim. It's so sad. But Bryce, Jim, what? Okay, speaking actually, of, here's speaking of sad and speaking of falls from graces, do not <laughs> tread on my transition, you bitch. <laughs> well, I was gonna say another return from the dead, but yeah, go on. So, you, speaking of updates, Yuji Naka, the the once famed game developer, daddy of Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, we've been covering his fall from grace himself, all his scandals with insider trading, working for Square Enix, and behind the scenes for mobile ports of Final Fantasy games and for Balan Wonderworld and all that bullshit. Well, the newest update, it's a quick one, but uh, Naka could end up going to prison for two and a half years with a fine of over $1.2 million. While his defense asked for the fine to be reduced and the sentence be suspended, a final decision will be announced on July 7th. Here's where Breaking I... news as of this morning, Brian. But here's where I'm confused. So they say in the article... Uh, you know, he was under suspicion for purchasing about 47 million yen, which is like 340 K. But he's being charged for like 1.2 million. Making an example out of him. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't that, know. That's I, what I see from that. I see like, not to say blatant. Cause it's not like, you know, not even, we're saying, Oh, they're going after the little guy or like some good guy here. But it's, it seems like, He's a legend in the thing. They're, it's probably like a deterrent to be like, we don't care who don't, you are. Don't if do you this do shit. this, we're going to throw the book at you. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't. You did some shady shit. I, I don't know uh, prison where he's at, like how lenient it is. Is it like a slap on the wrist? Could it end up turning into like three months and then house arrest? Like, I, I don't know. Like all these white collar crimes, I feel like there ends up being majorly reduced sentences which turn into like almost a joke for him because i mean how much is this dude worth probably a couple million probably so yeah it's they're making an example of him but they're they're going after him so like you said is it just making an example we'll see is there any chance of bounce back for him will he have <laughs> the the bob will he have the barry horowitz return or is he down for the count, Jim? Uh, Brian, I don't think he's kicking off this time. I don't I mean, think there's he, any hot tag for him to make to get out of this one. Are you trying to suggest he's not going to bounce back like Bobby Kotick? Well, has, <laughs> has Bobby really bounced back? We're going to get it. Well, we're going to get into that, Brian, because oddly <laughs> enough, he's had his first real interviews in over 10 years. Since. T- which, how is that possible? Some people don't want to talk. You got to talk, you don't need to talk. You're too rich to talk. Why are you going to talk? This is true. Also, why did he talk? Yeah. But, it's, like, it like is. What, the article comes to us from Variety. It's about Bobby Kotick breaking the silence. From you know, He's the Activision CEO, if you're unaware. He Since about, 1991. Like, yeah. Turned it from a struggling company into an absolute fucking juggernaut. Apparently, at one point, they were actually thinking of buying Time Warner. Which is crazy. I did not ever realize they were... I know Activision was huge, but that's kind of insane. So, yeah, eventually Time Warner got sold to AT&T, but, like, it sold for, like, $85 billion, which, I'm right, I'm, I'm no math man, but... 
I don't know where they get the money to buy Time Warner for $85 billion when they're only selling to Microsoft for $60 billion. That math ain't math, Brian. Something isn't making sense. And granted, was it just them or does he have other companies? Was it just him? But like, I don't know what the deal is there. But yeah, there's a big downfall. And now, granted, Activision. God was hotter back then. Yeah. It was hotter. And also, Activision did have some other hotter things back in the day. Their stocks have fallen. Um, but he, you know, he covers a lot of topics with the toxic workplace. Microsoft. I, I, I love the part of the. So it's a long read, but some of the highlights. I, I do suggest going to the descriptions below and checking out the article because it is interesting. But there's so many little tidbits in there. Like him basically saying that, like, all these investigations into him are just like media bias to try and make Activision look bad. Or um, what are some of the other ones? Basically, like, they did an internal review and found no claims of sexual harassment. <laughs> That, that classic, well, after investigating ourselves, we think we did nothing wrong. And, like, of, of course, because no one came forward publicly for the most part, except for a very few cases that you swept under the rug famously. So, I mean, like, well, like, yeah, he makes his claims. He's like, basically, like, because Activision had 17,000 people worldwide, that it had a relatively low level of harassment and assault complaints. I think he's just trying to say, like, for a company that big, there should be more and it's not as high as people make out to be, which is, uh, you could take that approach, I guess. Guys, it was just a couple of rapes. Come on. I, I, okay, so here, here's my question, Jim. Imagine you get to a Bobby Kotick level of some studio. And you have oh, seven God, I would be such a scumbag. Oh, I would love it. <laughs> but regardless of you personally and what you would personally do... Uh, you'd be wishing for Bobby if I was up there. You, like, what would you, like, you do realize, and people do realize, like, as a CEO, just, like, think about, like, the president. Like, he doesn't have any real say of what states do, of what other leaders do. <clears throat> this dude, I'm not excusing him for anything, but what I am saying is, like, it is weird when you say, like, well, Bobby, you're the reason there's sexual harassment in Activision. It's like, well, there are 17, like, there are a gazillion people, and there are going to be, no matter what, I don't care who you are, if you have a company that big, there's going to be some terrible shit. Now, if he was aware of shit and swept it on her carpet, that's where you fuck up. Like, instead of hitting it straight on, firing them, getting rid of people. I don't know the background of that. But that was the one thing I think I'm seeing their backlash. They're like, he's a piece of shit because this happened. I'm like, it would happen in any co like any company. We talked about that with beer companies. That fucking dude from, um, who was the beer company where they got Tied rid hands. of? Yeah. And I think he's like, he stayed on as a consultant and now is sliding back into an upper management thing for being we're, a real. Vince McMahon. Yeah. Where, yeah, that's more like he himself did shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of shit. And he went away for a little bit. And then he just slid his way right back in. Yeah. So uh, I, 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 I do just... love how there's one part where he's like, I mean, come on, guys. We have a board of directors. If I was really that bad, they would have gotten rid of me, wouldn't they? And it's just like, well, depends on the company. And if you're, if they think you're the reason that you're a 60 to $90 billion company, they probably won't get rid of you because they see dollar signs. <laughs> Here's my question to you, Jim. Do you imagine there is any any CEO worth that much that isn't 
fucking ruthless and probably a piece of shit at heart? No, because there's no you way kinda you kind of have to be, you right? You can't be that level of power without being ruthless and, a, yeah. and an asshole. You yeah, can't. like at the very, at the very, you you hope the guy's just an asshole. That's the best you can get away with. That's the best you can get. Like I would honestly argue that you. Can and I'm not even at, one of these like there are no good billionaires kind of guys that are out there. But even I know it's like yeah, but they're still probably all dicks at the very least. Oh no, that's what I'm saying. I I think if you look at any. Of the top tier, you can say, billionaire CEOs, athletes, singers, actors. I mean, the top tier elite of the elites. I bet if you did a a psychological analysis, they're all sociopaths to a degree. Like, Michael Jordan. That 30 for 30, did you watch that? No, no, I didn't. Okay, so, I mean, obviously, best there is, but goddamn, man, he's... He's an asshole. And when he got angry and wanted to bet against you, like, he's fucking ruthless. He's not a nice guy. Yeah. Um, and, but you can't be if you're that driven and competitive. So it's like, I feel like to get to those levels, you have to have a mindset which does not gel with being a good person. Yeah, exactly. And then But no, like I said, other than that, though, yeah, Bobby Kotick, he's a, he's a piece of work. The article really lays it out, like Jim said, pretty nice read it because there is a lot there um i just i by the end of it though i just i still didn't get like why is he speaking out i i i guess he's trying to like humanize himself and activision more because i think there's just like all sides of the activision microsoft deal are trying to do everything they can to make it appealing just so it goes through just so it goes through because like yeah yeah, because i mean we we have an article here and there's not a lot to say about it like china approved the merger so, I mean, that's a win for it. It's not one of the, the major hurdles that they were having, but it's still a big win. But, yeah, like, I'm sure... Because, like, even the article alludes to, like, the guy's been doing this for 30-some years. He probably just wants a big payday to get out. So he really sure. wants this deal to go through. So, of course, he's going to try and humanize Activision as much as possible. And- it is interesting, to your point, though, the shit with the, t- the China approval, because we talked about the EU approval, um, and UK is still the major hurdle right now for them. But I do like that it's coming from the Florian Moeller. Uh, he basically says that this means the deal has been approved in 38 countries with a total population of 2.37 billion people, an aggregate GDP of US 42 trillion. These are all facts. I'm like, what the? F-? What like, does that have to do with this? Yeah. I know what he's trying to say. Like, yes, China, hey, China, China's super big money, number one. Well, he's basically, and then he goes, he's basically saying the total population size of the countries that approved is more than 35 times that of the UK and the aggregate. (laughs) So he's basically saying, like, fuck the UK, like, everyone else in the world is approving this. Just let it move on. Well, I mean, fuck the UK. I mean, I might have a point. Well, I just, I mean, you and I have said, I think it's ridiculous they're trying to block it. I don't find enough reason why that this this is not going to make microsoft a monopoly if you are really batting on cod being like the only thing that gamers buy playstations for then maybe you need to shake up and you need a reason that to do like i don't i just don't buy that there's so many other fucking games out there nintendo's doing fine without cod ever coming to their systems and this actually would allow COD to come to their systems, this deal, if it goes through. So, I don't know. It, it's it's a weird one. 
And it's like, it also seems like that they're, yeah, it's a weird one. And once again, like, apparently, like, there's been rumors around, I didn't put an article in here. I just saw something quick today. Apparently, Microsoft is also possibly thinking about leaving the UK in general to, like, bypass the whole CMA thing. So, like, apparently, I guess they have some production companies over there that they might just, like, take out of the UK. Just be like, you know what? Fuck Why not? This. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing there's nothing legally binding them. Like, say, be like, fine, we just won't sell to UK anymore. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, part of me feels like the UK holding this up, there must be some crazy PlayStation money being thrown at them to to try and blockade this maybe it maybe i'm doing a little too much conspiracy thinking there but, but that's what it, it might feels not be like. wrong either so we're gonna keep following that piece but like jim said that's a quick little just nugget of it seems like they keep now getting approvals in other countries uk and i guess technically though is the u.s still holding it up too or do they just suggest uh, the, the, US... the the Federal Trade Commission still suing them for it to stop it? Okay, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what comes from it. I mean, it's interesting. There's some interesting things. Now, Chambers, you're you're no you're no uh, stranger to being ripped off. Um, it's about two weeks ago maybe week and a half it was kind of in the middle of last week and now uh, a video surfaced of a young man going into a video game shop trading in a lot of merchandise and getting a the limited edition tears of the kingdom switch which goes for how much roughly 400 700? for is it 400 yeah he, okay. he basically got 700 bucks back in store credit and he used That's you know right. some of that to go towards the switch so, uh, you know, uh, when you watch the video, if you are the uninitiated or the uneducated, you see a limited edition special, or I'll, I'll just call it right now, a special edition N64, the Pikachu edition, I'm going to call it. Yeah, it's the it. Japanese variant Pikachu. Uh, yeah. A Nintendo action set, and then a stack of games. Uh, bunch of N64 all, games and like... N64 inbox and, and Mario Kart. Now... Right away, immediate outrage of, hey, if you just look at what that N64 is selling for, like, people are saying anywhere from 700 to to 1000 just for that alone. Which is wrong. Okay. That's what people are trying trying to sell it for. But if you... Here's what it comes down to. Because I had the same reaction as most of the people at first, where I was like, oh, this guy got fucking ripped off. But then when you, like, actually do some research into it, it's not the worst deal in the world. Because, uh, like, if you look, for, you have to check the actual sold prices for what people actually buy shit for. So that, like, that N64 set, 350 bucks, maybe 400 tops. The That's NES, it? the NES, you know, complete in box, 150 to maybe 300. So, depending. So maybe you're at around 700 bucks there. And then you throw the games in, you're maybe at, like, 1,000 bucks total. Yeah. So him getting a $700 store credit, which... I'm sure if he went for cash, it would have given him like 400 if he was lucky. Because, like, my initial outrage for this came from like dealing with actual mom and pop shops. Because like, like they like I guess maybe the ones around us suck, but I've never seen like great trade-in values even for store credit in any of these places. 
now. And like, there are always these little hole in the wall shops and like, they're nice and clean and fine, but they're literally like the size of like my area back here for what I podcast from. Yeah. So like you can claim, oh, there's overhead and there's expenses and this and that. It's really, I mean, there's some, but it's not that much. They have maybe one employee working at any given time and stuff like that. Uh, they don't keep the longest of hours. So I still like I it's a niche market, too. So I know they have to make their money where they can. But yeah, um, I, I've, I've, I'll just say I've never been impressed with the mom and pop video game shop experience. I'll put it that way. And <clears throat> here's the deal. Fuck the outrage for this video for one very simple reason is this is a guy who kept all that collector shit in boxes. Do you think he's really that dumb? Like, he's clearly at a point where it's worth it to him to trade that shit in. He's got to know what it's actually worth. I doubt a guy that would keep the cardboard box and then the condition, which looks fucking brand spanking new, would be, like, completely oblivious to what it's potentially worth. He even has the fucking Super NES box, which everyone and their mother threw away, unless you were a complete sociopath. Like, nobody kept those boxes. And he still had that. Could he have bought them like that? Who knows? So I'm like, okay, this guy, this was worth it to him. Like we said, he got $700 in credit. So he got that. He got something else. That's what he wanted to trade it in for. Um, I call kind of some bullshit when you see stuff like this and you want to kill the mom and pop shop, which is like, yeah, their goal is to make profit. They probably... Who know, we don't know the interaction. He might have went in there, just put it on the table and said, what are you willing to give me? We don't know if there he drove a hard bargain, gave a negotiation. Like, maybe he went to five other shops and this was the best price he got. Like, there's so much you don't know. And then, like, you watch things like Game Chasers and you see some of their videos where they go into, like, a, a garage sale or a mom and pop and an old lady who doesn't know any better is selling, like, a $200 game for five bucks and they take it. It's like, are they fucked up for not giving her more? No, they found a good deal. This shop owner is going to make a good profit on that shit. Is it their fault that this guy is willing to take it? Like, no. That's where I'm like, I don't get the outrage. Other than, why are you mad at a guy that seems to be happy with his purchase? Number one, it's just fucking weird. If I was that guy, I'd be like, why do you want to film this? Like, no, let's not film this. Let's just do this fucking transaction that's the part that felt weird to me the videoing it was the weird part maybe they gave him something extra on the side for it who knows you know yeah little little self-promotion and shit like that but yeah there was a, i mean yeah i mean even i fell into the trap of being like oh man he got ripped off and then you know if you think about it it's like all right it's not a terrible deal but you know what you know what is annoying me in the back of my head though what? i i know they're gonna take that n64 and they're gonna put it on the shelf for like six seven hundred bucks of course. Because that's what yeah. all these mom and pop shops do. They're not going to put it on there for, like, blanket, you know, eBay sold value. Like, it, I, I oh, get mom and th- pops are the worst price. And if, if it's something order. with a name that people recognize, I'm sorry to cut you off, but if it's something mm-hmm. with a name people recognize, they always double the cost because they know someone's going to walk in looking to rebuy some nostalgia and they won't know any better and just go, oh, I guess that's what it costs now. Yeah. Because they oh, have dude. to make the money on what's actually going to sell. Because that, you can have a thousand games on your shelf that no one cares about, but they, it's there. You know that one toy store near us, near the Goodwill. And I, every so often I still pop my head in there. I've talked to the lady, and 
But man, if it's a Zelda game on any Nintendo, she starts it at $100. Yep. Just loose. I'm like, this is not what this is worth. Like, seriously. Like, stop trying to sell this shit. But like, <clears throat> she's like, oh, but on Macari, people are trying to sell this or eBay. Like, and then they, they have their markup because it is a brick and mortar. So it's like, you know, but then you got dudes you know like what? the one it's we gonna went sell to too. all the time. Someone's oh, gonna it's going to sell. But then here's my question, Jim. Like, okay, so, so let's say they mark it up six or 700 bucks and that's what it's, someone sells for. Then is it that person that's stupid enough to buy it at that price? That's their fault, right? Yeah. Like you and I have said, listen, we've, we've gone to some conventions. I know we've overpaid for some games, but at the same time, you're like, oh, it's here. I want to get something. There's part of that is like built into it, the experience. You're like, whatever. I know I'm going to do this. Whereas for convenience went, and all that too. Yeah. Exactly. Like when we went to uh, the store that's no longer there, to Alan's Attic, like, oh, dude, that fucker. he made oh. the best deals. Like without even, I would take three or four games up there and he would himself knock off 10 or 15 bucks. He'd be like, all right, I'll give it to you for that. And I'm, I didn't even try to negotiate with him. He was just, because if you were a returning customer, he appreciated it. Like, and if you did try and negotiate with him, very fair. Very sad he moved. Um, but like you can you can get those, but they are so rare because most of these secondhand video game stores, yeah, they're marked up to high hell because I'm sure they have a lot of overhead to keep that brick and mortar, which is why people go to eBay. But then eBay prices are marked up because eBay takes I don't even know what the percentage they take of your Dude, it's sales. Like, it's like twenty percent now or something. It's insane. That's ridiculous. But then again, they they recognize kind of like a YouTube, like where else are you going to sell it on? Yeah. Just like if you're going to take your video, what are you going to take it to fucking Vimeo? No. Like, you know what you're going to deal with. You're going to get your 80 cents for your video. Like, come on, just take take it. Wait, so right, we get that. <laughs> that's why I said it. <laughs> so it, it's I, I, I was more mad at the outrage of other. I was like, oh, cool. You got to limited edition switch and some extra cash in his pocket but nerds will be nerds jim people yeah. want to get mad yeah they'll <laughs> get mad they find ways to get mad hell even i fell for it at first until i did put the old thinking cap on and that's rare what did i put the thinking cap on yep yeah that's, that's true all you need to do is win a Zel or uh tetris and <sighs> the quality of life will go up so much i don't have to boot that fucking game up anymore Jim, let me ask you a question now. If your money was on the line, do you think you could win a Tetris? Flat broke. <laughs> but what if you could have the opportunity to win money if you did go to Tetris? All Would that be the appealing? Money. <laughs> <And> flat broke. <laughs> because. Right. Uh, as, as, as I learned from my uh, short stint in crypto, I'm not the best with investments. <laughs> Jim, you are, you know, for. You have, you have a lot of good qualities, Jim. I'll say that. But you I'm a are a, boy. I'm a, you are a boy. trend and person follower. We we know that. You smoked because you wanted to be a cool kid. <laughs> you liked a girl. You know, whatever. Things happen. Yeah. You know? I you got right. AMC I didn't want to be cool. Because... I, just wanted to, I just wanted to be around a girl I liked, and it didn't work. <laughs> so I got I got lung cancer for nothing. Not <laughs> even a want, you want it You want to get rich quick, so you got AMC stock when it's high. Who cares? We all make mistakes, right? <laughs> but here's the real question, Jim. We've talked about pay to win. 
and all these other current trends in video games. And we've even talked about the fact that NTPs are going to be coming to games. But in what I would call a very interesting, and I certainly didn't see this coming, uh, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Is it Brinfinite? Is it, are they trying to be cute with the one BR1 Infinite? Like, I don't know how to say it. It's like, I can't tell if they're being cute, if it's Brinfinite or if it's just, like you said, BR1 Infinite. But they I, are. I think it's BR1 Infinite, yeah. Okay, so they are the first pay to spawn, kill to earn games. Oh my God. Which is, okay, so we've talked about there are other games where you can, like, play and earn money. Where they're basically, companies will like um, actually be using your systems to mine crypto for themselves. So as you play, you can earn money for them and then they give you a little taste of it. This is different. This is a game which I think I'm summarizing it correctly, but you essentially put your own money in there. And <clears throat> as soon as you spawn in, like your money is what you're worth. And as you get kills, you earn money from the folks you kill. Yep. You get so basically it, you get their loot, which is their money they have on them. Yeah. So Ooh, this is a um And apparently there's like two versions of play. There's the infinite mode where it's not like there's ever a winner. You just continuously play. So like Well, you, you just in, continuously play you until play. you withdraw your money, I assume, and you, you pull out your character, right? It doesn't really say. It just says you either continuously play, which I guess maybe I, I you'd have to assume it like, you know, it holds your stuff while you're logged off. Yeah, it has to. And then there's like the like, you know, more traditional kind of deathmatch version that like you can practice on. So what I'm curious is it is an interesting I'll say this. It's an interesting concept. So basically I, what I would think envision is like maybe like uh, gambling, there's going to be a buy-in. Like to get in this lobby, you got to pay $10. And then whoever has the highest point gets the jackpot of everyone's money. Or I, I don't know. Like if it's something like that, like that's interesting. And apparently you keep like 85% of your money if you die. So I guess like even though like maybe the player gets your loot, you don't lose everything. It, it, it's kind of vague in all their descriptions. It There's a exactly lot of information here, but here's my question. Okay, There's a lot so, and very little at the same time. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest. I don't hate the concept because, as we've said, no one would force anyone to play this game. Right? So, like, if you never want to do something like this, just don't ever do that. But if you decide it, whatever. I'll throw 10 bucks in and... If you're someone who's good at FPSs, maybe, okay, maybe you can earn 20, 30. Fucking bucks. asshole, Brian. I know you're going to, you would do it and make a kill on it. I fucking know. It. <laughs> I'm like, Jim, I'm up 300 bucks. This is awesome. Jim's like, I just lost $450. Fuck you. <laughs> Jim, is this why you don't like this? <laughs> oh, no. I know I would, I would lose my fucking shirt to this goddamn game. I know that would happen. But, but like, <sighs> like, yeah, like I don't like, I mean, I know like in my brain, it's like, yes, this is terrible and it's a terrible idea and it's nothing but just like pure gambling, but it's gamble. It's interactive gambling where you actually, in a theory, you control the odds, right? right. That's what I like about it is that it's interactive gamble, like versus 
a slot games where, where a slot yeah where it's like the house you know the house is going to win whereas in this in theory there is no house here well i'm sure the the servers get a, a taste of whatever happens what i worry about and what has plagued every video game and fps is hackers cheaters so st like people get so upset enough as it is in cod and fortnite and all these things when someone like finds hacks or cheats and games the system and wins unfairly when nothing's on the line but imagine if somebody like legit like loses a couple hundred bucks a couple thousand bucks whatever the case is because of some bullshit like that like they will have to have this monitored and because there's money on the line um they're gonna be regulated by some degree so they're gonna have to be like monitored and any probably yeah. exchange you're gonna have some weird like oversight ish so, but like it's also in that weird middle area where crypto kind of currently sits too because like all your payouts are only in like the solana and ethereum blockchains so well, that's true too. yeah actually yeah so never mind there so like no yeah how do you really regulate a lot of that and then it's you also don't. like you're also gonna be like privy to like the value of those coins because you know you could put 400 bucks in ethereum in one day and the next day that's only worth like 200 bucks and or then you get killed and then the guy only gets so yeah it's it, that's mm. it's a, it's I, a, it's a it, brian i don't hate it because i don't hate the idea of like you're it, it's gambling that's the only way i view this this is better to me than when companies are utilizing you and your hardware and your system at home to mine crypto without you knowing about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. And they're like, oh, you're earning money. But, like, really, you're earning a lot more for them. Um, I just worry, like, you talk about pay to win. It takes one millionaire billionaire who just doesn't give a fuck. And he's like, I'm just going to keep paying and paying until I eventually win. Like, there's going to be some fuckery. I also don't see this going that it's going to be extremely niche. It's not going to oh. be like the new call of dude. Like, so it's going to be such a small market that if you're silly enough to dip your toes into it, know what you're getting into. Yeah. Like crypto is niche enough. And like all like the, like the big name, like crypto bros that you'll see on like Twitter and crap, especially during like the height, they were always the type that were all like, Oh, you know, I don't spend my time playing video games. I'm out there making money and shit like that. Yeah. So I don't even see a lot of them doing this. It's a, it's, it's weird. And then like, there's a lot of comments in all the threads where people are just like, Oh, what kind of shitty asset flip is this that you're putting gambling into? Like, you know, the crap like that. And like, yeah, probably. And it probably barely works as a game. Like I'd be shocked if it was actually a decent it's game to play. Probably terrible. Yeah. But here's my question. And I, I know mean, I wouldn't trust my fucking crypto wallet to it. No. And, and here's the deal is uh, between streaming, tournaments, actual e-games, the one interesting thing is, man, our kids' generation, you literally could just have a career playing games. And this is just another avenue yeah. of legitimizing that. I don't know if I like that or don't like that because now you're legit basically saying like what is should have been just a complete pastime is now really becoming it's not like video games are going so far like i feel like they're slowly slipping out of that like they're a form of entertainment versus a form of income and job growth you know like 
It'd be like if you're getting paid to listen to music, what's the point of listening to it anymore? Yeah, exactly. Actually, you know, you know, can I make a quick tangent here? Why the fuck do websites have to give me pop-ups to say allow notifications? Why do I need a notification from a goddamn website? Um, it's the same way, Jim. I don't know if you've turned it off on your phone, but every time now I, I get a new app or something, it asks me if it'll, it will, it'll allow me to track shit, and I always say no. Well, yeah, and like, in-app, it kind of makes sense. Be like, oh, new thing. There's the red dot with the one. But, like, fucking, like, I guess that stupid status bar on Windows and notification. God, God, fuck yeah. Fuck all of you. Fuck everything. So, Jim, I think I told you about this, but you don't have a VPN, right? No. So I do have one, in it, and that's where shit gets really interesting because now I really can't be tracked. And it's funny because sites like I get asked by Google now very often, like, are you a real person? Just like trying to use Google regularly because they're like, we're detecting like this IP has changed multiple times from this device. Like, like it's like it doesn't like that. It can't know exactly where I'm at. And so, like, Google acts funny with me. And certain websites, I've noticed, have been a little a little finicky with it. It can't, can't target its ads. Yeah, so it's like, I also have noticed sometimes randomly, I'm like, why am I getting German ads or UK ads? I'm like, That's what the, the fuck uh, is this? You watch, Brian. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this stuff? So, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a, it's a fascinating world, but Jim, if that if that ever comes to light, you know you we get we got to jump on, we got to play. <laughs> Let's play for keeps. We'll bet against each other. <laughs> keeps these weepsies. Well, 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 Brian, I could put my I can link my crypto wallet right now, and I don't have to worry about losing too much goddamn money this <laughs> exactly. Game. So you know what? I'd be the perfect test subject. <sighs> so eventually you know what like i said interactive gambling i don't think is the worst idea i don't even hate the idea if, if like from a friendly wager like if you and i were like let's play cod against each other and let's bet five bucks against who's gonna win you know like that's what i look at it as is like a fuck around wager kind of the same way nobody plays fantasy football for just the fun of it everyone who plays fantasy football you're usually doing because you're in a, in a party with money on them oh yeah if there wasn't money on the line, would you ever actually do fantasy and put all that fucking effort into it? No, it's like playing poker for the love of the game. Like, come on. <laughs> exactly. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Jim, you don't just want to play for this strategy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah, it sounds fun. <laughs> yeah, every hand, all in, all in. Oh, shit. Oh, I guess this is done. Oh, oh, over. Ah. <laughs> uh, Chambers. Um, Speaking of done. Fucking Nintendo. Assholes of the industry. From PC Gamer, Nintendo is blocking the Steam release of a Wii emulator called Dolphin. And uh, it's not only a Wii emulator. It's actually Wii and GameCube. Um, so they were going to release on Steam. But it's been indefinitely postponed because Nintendo's getting Nintendo. They did a DMCA takedown of it. <sighs> Nintendo. For the love of fuck, can't you just say, can I? Can we just get a taste of the sales that you like somehow? You, if it's going through Steam, then it is being monitored or watched to some degree. Now, granted, I don't know if this dolphin shit is being released as a just free thing. If it's like 
Dol- Dolphin's been out for a long time now as its own thing. Well, th- that's my point, though. But if it's coming to Steam, I guess it could be launched on there as free. But don't you think it's going to be launched on there like for use? Like Something's going to be paid for with it, right? I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is just free. I, I don't know. Doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be, but like Nintendo, this right, isn't hurting you at all. Like there actually, is no new Wii or GameCube games that you can make money off of. That's oh, my problem. Oh, contraire, Brian. Go on. There are no new Wii or GameCube games that they can make money off of, but there are a ton of old games that they can make money off of that they've already been doing with the Switch with releases like Metroid Prime Remastered or Skyward Sword Remastered and shit like that. So, Bri, Dolphin's been around for a while. It's been its own okay. standalone thing. Why would it... Let, let's put your thinking cap on for a second. Why would it ever need to be on the Steam store? Uh, need to? I don't know why. Well, Brian... There might be a certain device out there now that is the new oh, and basically only direct ah. competitor to the Switch. Okay, but here's the deal. Like we've learned about everything with the Steam. I mean, people have already been emulating all of Nintendo shit, including Wii and stuff, without going through Steam directly. Because you can jailbreak those Steam decks pretty easily, right? I, I guess yeah, I mean, I know you can put Windows on there and you can do, like, turn it into basically just, like, a mobile computer and crap. Yeah, and, and I've seen people, like, even somehow hack, like, Switch games on there. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, what do you call it? Like, people have already been hacking and downloading Switch games forever. Like, we talked about it with Kotaku when they said, you know, day one, Metroid Dread had a better version that emulated <laughs> yeah. that you could get. <laughs> and that's really what it comes down to. Like, so the brass tacks of the DMC request is basically that Dolphin circumvents nintendo's things that they put in there to protect copyright for their roms so if you circumvent their copyright on the roms and you throw it onto their competitor it kind of makes sense for them to do this it's the kind of thing where it's like just because you can doesn't mean you should but they were also tricky dicks about this too very smart about them to dmca steam they didn't dmca dolphin or do any kind of copyright strike thing they did it to the basically the publisher or the provider because the only way to fight it would be for Dolphin to try and sue Nintendo. And basically, the long story short of that is if Dolphin tried that, they would most likely lose. Oh, yeah. And that would set a horrific new precedent for emulation in general. And that would basically make because as of right now, emulation's in a weird spot. Like emulators themselves are not illegal, ROMs themselves are not illegal. But using emulators and ROMs of stuff that you don't like already kind of technically own technically is illegal and definitely selling ROMs of shit that you don't own is illegal. Yeah. So if this goes through, it would basically, if they, let's say a free emulator tried to sue Nintendo and lost for, you know, grounds of circumventing copyright protection, then basically anything circumventing copyright protection would now be technically illegal and then the only emulation that would be legal would be allowed emulation like when nintendo ports a game it's technically emulating the game but that's you know certified emulation or allowed emulation so this could have like it's a there's layers here brian it's like an onion it's like shrek with onions layers layers on top of layers 
So they're just going to allow the gazillion million people who just emulate it all secretly. Okay. I mean, like I you mean, said, just do it on your computers. I mean, at the end just, of the day. Yeah. Or figure out the way to jailbreak your Steam decks like people already have. And you don't do it through Steam. Yeah, like, I, I, I was actually kind of shocked that Steam was going to put it on there. That, that seems like a real Steam kick in the hornet's nest kind of thing. some crazy shit just oh, come up. <laughs> oh, they, yeah, they've let all kinds of bullcrap go on there. But, like, you, you know someone at Steam had to have seen that and been like, ooh, this will be fun. Like, yeah, you know, do they or, or are they, like I said, because of how the volume of shit that gets put on Steam? I mean, at, I don't even want to say some of the games that you've goddamn said we should review that have been popped up on Steam. I did not say that we were suggested we play Sex with well, Hitler 2. The fact that that name sequel is, to the smash hit Sex with Hitler 1. I mean, just the fact that that name is allowed to pass through. And it it's still up there. I think Steam just takes the approach like we're not censoring anything that comes through. It it's it's green light for everything. If there's enough issues with it, we take it down. But like green light it all until we can't green light it, which I feel like most platforms should kind of do. You know? Yep. Call me crazy. I don't know. America. <sighs> America. <laughs> just. Let Xbox buy, goddamn buy Nintendo at this point. After the Activision. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Let's make a real monopoly out of it. Yeah, exactly. God. Yeah, but as of uh, the writing of this article, which was a couple days ago, uh, Nintendo or Steam has not formally commented on it. It's okay. It, you know, we'll see what, what comes from it. Um, I did not think of it the way you said it, so it makes more sense to me why they had to do it, like you said. But uh, And right now, this has been a legal notice, I believe. So I don't even think it's been a full official DMCA. I yeah, think they just kind of sent a nasty gram saying, hey, Take this, this violates our copyright. You could get a DMCA for this. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Stupider things have been done, Jim. And the stupidest thing and our last topic for tonight. Going go out on a happy note, Brian? It's an interesting note. Um, Jim, Man against been the a, system. That's what I call it. The real Robin Hood, one could say. There's been a lot of interesting cases of people robbing stores with nothing more than a banana in their pocket or even in their, their bulls, fingers. And their fucking bulls. <laughs> but somebody has robbed a South Carolina store using the Nintendo Duck Hunt pistol. Now, to be fair... Was it South Carolina or New York? I thought it was New York. Oh, no. South it says Carolina. it in the article. Never mind. <laughs> um, it's a... They painted it black, or I don't know. Was there ever a Duck Hunt gun that was painted no, black? No, he spray painted okay, it black. Okay, so yeah. It was spray painted... I do like they still left the trigger orange. <laughs> he left the trigger orange. He left the trigger <laughs> orange, and also... Something tells me he's probably not smart enough. I imagine the tip, like the inside... Is probably a different color too, because you know they he, he this doesn't look like someone who's probably that smart. Um, but then again, here's the deal: you could laugh at the store and be like, "Why would you give over money?" But people are like trained, hey, like, "Hey, you know what? Handle's a handle. You, you flash the handle because I'm sure that's all he was doing." You, you, yeah, you, you flash it. You just 
even if it looks like it could be fake. Like I said, people have literally just put their fingers in their jacket and pointed and said, I have a gun. Like, you really probably just shouldn't. You know insurance is going to take care of it. Whatever the case is. No job is worth dying over. No. No. So, <laughs> the person got <laughs> caught. The fucking sad. The per the perp got stuck. Like this is one situation I wish so bad they had some kind of surveillance or something. Um, because when you first sent this, my first thought was, uh, I think I sent it to you. Uh, remember when someone like custom painted their Glock to look like the uh, Zapper? Yes. Yeah. Like whereas when you look at that, that does legit kind of look like a toy. It's like the opposite. Like, whereas they're trying to make a toy look like a gun. And, I mean, you've been over my house enough. Like, how many old toy guns do I have from when I was a kid where I have an almost replica Beretta, a voila, like the friggin' Resident Evil game that oh, was yeah. black? It, there was no signs that it was a toy. It doesn't have a tip or anything. It looks legit. It wasn't until we were probably in our late almost 10 years old or into 12s where guns started really getting the orange tips and start changing colors or like we can't have guns be black like i remember still having the pump act lever action cap gun that was yep. black with a wood stock it looked exactly like a real gun and they're like yeah this is a problem let's stop having toy guns look like real guns yep i have that almost with the you know the fucking an actual hammer and shit like that or the old, the revolver cap guns that just look like revolvers. Yeah. I mean, say what you want. I don't care where you stand on gun stuff. But, yeah, it is a good idea to not have toy guns look like real guns anymore. I think that's a – we can all agree nice that point. makes sense. But this person, yeah, they went inverse. They said, let's just paint a toy gun and, of all things, the fucking zapper. <laughs> Like, you could honestly get a dollar store, dollar store revolver, and that would look more like a <laughs> That would look more like a gun, yeah. It is actually funny when you see, like, guns as part, like, the little shitty dark guns as part of, like, the toy sets at a dollar store. Oh, yeah. And it's, de like, those are definitely more passing than, like, shit you'll find in, well, Toys R Us is gone, but, you know, in a real toy store. Exactly. So, you know, uh, hey, uh... Criminals tend to have interesting ingenuity. This was one where he got away with it until he didn't. So, yeah, Jim, don't don't uh, use any of your zappers to rob anything. And he didn't get away with it for long either. No, it, well, <laughs> that that like I said, there's a lot. He this was like article, pulled over to the side or something. This article leaves so much, and also don't have blue hair when you do crimes. Like, there's also that you're probably going to be picked out pretty easily. Uh, Brian, how about you not tell a gamer what to do? <laughs> Gamers got to rise up, Brian. They got to do it how they can. Damn it, Jim. Jim, I want to see you. Oh, I don't want to see you go to jail, but it would be funny to see you get the old, uh, the, what, what is it called? This, the Super NES bazooka? The, oh, uh, the fucking, uh, I know the Sega's is called the Menacer. The Super Scope for Super, Super NES, Scope. Yeah. Just paint that black. Be like, I got a bazooka. <laughs> I'll blow this fucker up if you don't give me all your money. Damn it. <laughs> Jim, is that what you're going to come to when you don't beat Tetris? Kind of. <laughs> Either that or just legit suicide. One or the oh, other. Chambers, you need to... I told Nick, what is your what is your homework? Turn off the music. 
don't pay as much attention to it. Yep. I bet you win it. You know what's going to be funny? You're going to do that. You're going to win. You're going to be more pissed off that my advice made you win. Right. At this point, I'm not going to be happy when it's mad. <laughs> I'm just going to be happy it's over. Jim, I'm not going to be happy I won. I'm just going to be happy it's done. Like anything it, else in my life. Is this the equivalent of when you beat me with Thanos and HeroScape? Yes, like, Brian. Still... It's like any time I beat you in fucking HeroScape. It isn't because it was a good win. It was because I just won. <laughs> you're I like, lucked I, out and won. You're like, I barely beat a Viper as Thanos. I don't like this. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Fucking Parmenio. Oh, Jim. Don't roll against a three. <laughs> uh, when, the real question is, when are we going to live stream that? Or at least videotape it? Because the live stream might need to be censored. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Uh, 2007 Jimmy will be coming out there. Uh, can't, can't do that on the internet. Uh, especially this month, you can't do it. But, uh, yeah. Right, what are you going to But, Chambers, it is good getting caught up, and it is good. Thank you, everyone who has watched. Uh, once again, apologize for it being a little late this week. Um, we are, as Jim said, he did watch Super Mario Brothers, so we will uh, be planning an episode, our bonus episode, we were waiting to be able to review that movie. So that is our next review for the bonus episode. We truly, truly appreciate all your support, guys. We appreciate you watching. If you haven't already hit that subscribe button, it would mean a lot to us. We are trying to get to that 10K. We are still a little far from it, but we would really appreciate the support. And if you're listening, please hit that subscribe button. And if you give us a five-star rating, we will read any comment provided. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone. And cheers. Cheers, everybody. Right. Yeah, my beer. I hold the beer up.